Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today we're going to talk about the hot wash. We're going to talk about the report and summary about the withdrawal and whether or not it was fair, accurate, if I feel like there are things that are missing. As soon as it came out, uh, people started asking. So we'll go through it, um, provide a brief overview of what I think is missing. Now, the first thing to understand is that this is not something designed to hold anybody accountable. This is something to make sure it doesn't happen again. So, you have to look at it through that lens. Nobody gets to complain, nobody gets to whine if their team uh, shoulders blame on this. That's not what this is about. This is about making sure we don't have another chaotic withdrawal like that in the future. And for those who have no idea what I'm talking about, there was a report released detailing the chain of events that led up to the withdrawal in Afghanistan. And they're trying to figure out why it didn't go perfectly. Okay, so I haven't read the full report yet, obviously. Um, read the summary and went through it. it. Yeah, it seems fair. It seems fair. There are two things that I take exception to, not because they're wrong, but because they did not get the attention that they deserve. And in, from my point of view, they're the two biggest problems. If these two things uh, didn't go the wrong way, it would have looked entirely different. Okay. So, the first thing that isn't really hammered home the way it should have been was that heads of state and negotiators cannot tell the opposition that they want to leave and establish a timeline. That cannot happen. If you do that, you get what happened in Afghanistan. Um, this isn't Monday morning quarterbacking. Go back and watch the videos from when Trump announced his deal. It was called then. As soon as he did what he did and said, well, we want to be out by this time, like it's over. Afghanistan is going to fall. And I wasn't the only person who called that. You can't do that. If you do that, you establish this, a situation where the U.S. has, has the clocks counting down the time, Right? But the opposition actually has the time. They know that as part of the deal, they're not going to be engaging the U.S. So they can redistribute their resources to move to take the country as soon as the U.S. is gone, which is, you know, exactly what happened. This is basic stuff. And maybe that's the reason it wasn't hammered in is because they don't think any other future head of state would make the same mistake. I don't have that level of faith. Um, this, this event set everything else in motion. If Trump had just treated it like foreign policy instead of a real estate deal, none of this would have happened. The other thing that... Uh, I don't really like is that in the summary 
and this could be detailed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply in the report. But in the summary, it makes it seem like the Biden administration is totally absolved because they went off of the estimates provided by the intelligence community and the military. Okay, I, I get it from the standpoint of this is what you were told. But the reality is you had dozens of people saying that wasn't how it was going to go. Um, when it comes to these assessments, when it comes to estimates like this, what happens a lot of times, and I'm certain when it's all said and done, it, it's going to, it will turn out that this is what happened here. You get groupthink. You have a bunch of people developing their own estimates and then they talk to each other. And nobody wants to be an outlier, so they all adjust their estimates to kind of at least be close to each other. That's bad. That's what led us into Iraq. It's bad. It's all bad. The estimates are supposed to be prepared objectively, not averaged out among everybody. If there was an outlier saying, hey, because they knew we were leaving, that they probably got everything together and, and have been stationed for a while, just waiting for the right moment, it could have changed the outcome. Now, is that really a problem with the Biden administration? Not not that part. That is a problem within the intelligence community and the military. However, the Biden administration, they should have known. Yeah, yes, I am holding them to a higher standard than the Trump administration. Absolutely. But the Biden administration actually has a role foreign policy team. I feel like they should have seen that coming. Um, would that have changed things? It would have changed the end outcome but they might have been able to mitigate more. Um, they might have been able to get uh, put some more urgency but behind it. Those are the two things that were listed off in the summary. The summary is only, I don't know, 15 pages or so um, that I don't think got the attention that it should have. And it, if you're trying to stop it from happening again, those are the two things that need to be addressed the most. Because one put the whole chain of events in motion. The other was an opportunity because of a change of administration to reevaluate and mitigate. And yeah, even if the Biden administration had done that perfectly, Afghanistan was still going to fall. Okay? was still going to go to the opposition, would still be very much the same scenario that's going on now. But it would have been a little bit better. And if you're trying to stop unnecessary suffering, which is what the goal of hot washes like this should be, that needs to be considered. Um, so the report does 
put a lot of focus on how bad Trump's foreign policy was. And yeah, it was bad. It, it's it's a pretty fair read. Um, but the uh, the part to me that mattered, the part that let everybody know what was going to happen to Afghanistan, it really didn't get included. Saying that the Trump administration, their decisions put a bunch of constraints on the Biden administration. Yeah, sure, that's true. It is. But I think it needs to be more direct than that. If Trump had treated it like foreign policy instead of a real estate deal, it would have looked entirely different. In fact, if he hadn't have done that, there's a slim, very slim chance that the national government could have held on. And what's happening there wouldn't be happening. But to be clear, before anybody starts, you know, laying everything that's occurring there at the feet of Trump, it's a very slim chance that they would have been able to hold on anyway. Um, the real faults for this go all the way back to Bush. They really do. There were a lot of decisions that were made along the way as far as the use of unmanned aircraft, as far as the strategies employed, um, that, that just fed the opposition, that strengthened the opposition. It wasn't the people on the ground, really. It was the strategies that were employed. And that, that's not mentioned in the report either. Uh, it's a little outside the scope of it, but I feel like maybe there should be some background on that. Um, but I'm sure because the Republican Party wants to like do hearings on this, this report will come up again. The summary in particular will come up again um, because they are not going to like what it says because most of the blame falls on Trump. But... Newsflash, in real life, most of the blame falls on Trump. But you shouldn't be worrying about politics at this point. You should be worrying about making sure this doesn't happen again. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.